we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. We had some fun Bravo shows this week. I'm so glad Roni and ROBH are back. Yeah, I feel like things just really picked up with those two shows in particular and Shaws of Sunset. I feel like oh, the, the yes. ushering in of those three franchises, I think uh, the tempo has picked up. I'm glad Jersey's over. Yeah, me too. I'm needing Married to Medicine to end. And I can't believe I'm saying that. We were fiending for it. I know. We were so excited for it all pandemic because we had watched the first however many seasons, seasons. Yeah. Before the show came on this year. And we were hooked on it. And this season has really failed to deliver. I agree. I think it's a lot of it has to do with COVID. Yeah. Which is why I'm giving a lot of franchises except for Dallas and OC, a pass. And I'm looking forward to the next uh, season, but they need to pick it up. I think, again, I keep saying it, Quad and Mariah should come back. And I think they should get rid of Lisa Nicole and Carrie and bring in someone new. I do think they need to bring in a new person. And I don't know about Anila. We'll get into that in a second, but I think I'll give them a break until the next season. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Married to Medicine, but I'm ready for Family Karma next week. (gasps) I can't wait. June 2nd, y'all. Set your dials. And to talk about that, I feel like having that Shaw's RHOBH in New York will be a really great lineup for us. Agreed. I know we said last week we were, well, I said we were thinking about going Uh, into Below Deck. Yeah, I apologize, viewers, listeners, readers. I jumped the gun and said we were going to start covering it. And I think we will. We will. This week was just very crazy for both of us, and we just didn't have time to fit it in. But we'll get there. We didn't even watch this week. We, we we're gonna have to catch up, do our own little bit of catch up. But we will cover it. It's gonna be on the list. Do you want to tell them why we were so busy? Because we were watching Friends. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I have a confession to make. Should I make this on the podcast? Uh, yeah, I think you should. I think you need to come clean. I think I need to come clean. I have never seen Friends before. Whereas I have seen every single episode multiple times, can quote it backwards and forwards, own the 10 season DVD box sets that are the extended versions of the episodes. We're currently doing a rewatch right now. And I have to say it's quite enjoyable. It's a rewatch for, me. for you. For it's me. It's a first watch for me. <laughs> but, like, why? I, and it's so enjoyable for me to rewatch it because your reactions are so authentic and fresh. Because I have no idea you what's have happening. have no idea what's coming. We're in season two. Near We're the about end. to finish. We're about to finish season two, y'all. So we have a long way to go. But I have a feeling we're going to zip right through it. But that is the reason why we did not get too below deck. We've been doing a lot of friends. Yeah. Between that and Downton Abbey, we're very busy. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing Downton Abbey for the first time, too. I'm, I'm, and I'm rewatching that. I'm re- it's a rewatch for me as well. I'm just I'm so behind on these like other sh- reality TV. I'm up and on it. But like these like- pillars <laughs> of entertainment in television history, you're behind. Hey, you've never seen Ugly Betty. Okay. Well, Which for me is a pillar yeah, of entertainment. Like, I, I, I think it's important and I will get to, <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, let's do that after we get through these two. But I don't know if, 
Ugly Betty hit the mark <laughs> like friends did. I have, I have, we, our, my taste is very interesting. No, but I think I would love Ugly Betty because I loved I Desperate Housewives, which you've never seen. I've seen episodes. But still, like Desperate Housewives is what made more of a cultural impact than Ugly Betty. Like in terms of like must TV. I've seen every episode of Hannah Montana. <laughs> okay. All right. I think we should move on. Yeah, we need to we need to get into Bravo because I'm just really like putting my foot in my mouth with my you know my taste right but now. But let's jump into Married to Med just to get it over with. Is that I, all right? Yes, let's do that. Okay. So this episode was about um, they were doing a holy celebration slash birthday for Anila's daughter's birthday, which looked really really fun. I have to say, and the the uh, is it Hilo Hilo. The, the name of the celebration is like Hilo or Hilo. Holy. Holy. Oh my God. What the I fuck was like, what are you me? trying to say? I knew, I knew both are wrong. I don't know what's wrong with me. Holy with an I. Thank yes. you. And I thought it was super fun. I want to do that as well. It reminded me of the color run, which I think you've done before. Yes. Where the color run is where they, where you dress in all white and you run around a track and they throw the colored powder at you powder. It was so much fun, but this is like the real deal. Like this is like a huge celebration. In and there Indian was a spiritual culture. component to yes. it. Like yes. whatever color you're using is something that you are either throwing away or you are trying to bring into your life. Which yeah. I thought that was great and quite appropriate for where our ladies are right now. I'm still team Toya. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I just, well, first of all, I think, I think where Contessa and Toya are is great. And I loved Contessa at the beginning and at the end of the episode, Contessa said something about, I need to stop acting like things are happening to me yes. and I have no part in it. Yes. Which I really appreciated. And which is kind of what you were bringing up last week when I was like Toya, she's really got to figure herself out. And you were like, no, like I think she's going through a lot and she's having to take all that on and deal with it. And it's really making her seem like she's lashing out. I agree. And I think Contessa finally was able to see that. And I love that they're connecting. And if they're connecting, like there's no reason why Toya and Quad and Toya and Anila can't connect. You mean to Oh my God. How fun. <laughs> I forgot that that happened. I loved that. I thought that was so I funny. That was hysterical. But yes, continue. But I just think Anila just, I don't know what it is. She just rubs me the wrong way. I feel terrible for her husband. He's trying to like keep the lid on their finances and trying to keep them like afloat. And I feel like she's just like, fuck it, I'm going to spend as much money as I want. Yeah, he's really stressed about this. I think Quad and Toya have a, have a legitimate gripe that they need to squash. I don't think Anila and her have a, a, a real situation. No, I think Anila feels a certain kind of way because Toya's not the only one talking about Anila's finances. Yes. And I think Toya, has Toya talked about it? Probably. But I don't think Toya sought people out and was the one bringing it up yes i think the people who anila slighted yeah were the ones bringing it up and i know we've talked about this a lot so it was good to see toya and contessa make amends and, and move forward i hope we can see the same with quad and toya although the end of the episode did not give much hope on that no it did not and i'm excited to see where it goes the only other thing that really happened that is worth talking about well i guess the two things would be the couple's dinner yeah. And then I guess we can talk about Lisa Nicole and Heavenly going at it, which I thought was fucking stupid. But but like that wasn't even really anything. Like I, I this is what's so upsetting about this. Even season. though Lisa started that, I was on Lisa Nicole's side. I can't believe I'm saying that. Well, I mean, 
The heavenly is just... She just takes it to the lower level. She always does. She always has to go low. And she... For being heavenly, she really puts people through hell. It's just a lot. I. It's the great irony. Of, it is. Of, it's really, truly the great irony of Married to Medicine. <laughs> but yeah, no, this season, it just seems like all of this stuff is so fabricated. Like, there's no real drama. I mean, the real drama was Simone and Jackie, which seems to be... That was squashed pretty fine quick. Now... Yeah, everything just seems kind of manufactured. I think because the reality of COVID is so intense that they're so worried about that that nothing else really is bothering them. Contessa's patience, though, with Scott is amazing because he was driving me fucking nuts that entire dinner. And then when they went to the couch and he was on his phone, I'm like, are you for real? He needs to really figure... I think he needs to watch this season. Maybe we'll see this at the reunion. But I feel like watching back, he's going to have a clearer understanding of the way he's acted and the way he's treated her, which I thought that wake-up call was last season when he was an asshole to her about going to college and continuing her education. And he looked like a terrible person and partner. It sounds like he is really, really awful to her when the cameras aren't there. Yeah. Because a lot of what we hear from Contessa, we don't really see on camera. I mean, we see his apathy for sure. And he's really checked out. But we don't hear the hard-hitting stuff that he says. Or it's the opposite of what he says on camera. Like, supporting you about going to school and then off camera. He's not doing that. You're not doing anything, Contessa. The actions aren't matching up to what he's, the image he's portraying on camera. Agreed. So... Let's just get to... I keep waiting for them to... When the episode ends, I keep waiting to hear next week on the season finale of Married to Medicine, and they aren't saying that. I'm like, it's dragging on. Like, this season is like, come on. Which I can't believe... I can't can't believe we're saying that, but it is. It's very last season of Drag Race where we're like, oh, we're getting another 12 episodes of this show? Like, okay. Jesus. And again, when now that Shaw's is back, another non-Housewives franchise that's really bringing the heat. The disparity between the two is really, you know, obvious now that we we, have, should we get into Shaw's? Yes. Let's, let's go for it. I thought that's what you were trying to do. I thought that was a transition and I was really hoping because I'm very excited to talk about Shaw's. Totally. Yeah. I love the new girl that we met this week. London. She's a lesbian, which I love that Reza is no longer the only gay in the crew. Love it. I was, very impressed about Nima calling out Mike right at the beginning saying, no, dude, you have WhatsApp. We're on a WhatsApp chat together. You're going to act like you don't have this messenger. Yeah. And saying, this sounds like you. Yes. We, you've done this before and this sounds like you. And Mike just looks so fucking guilty. Well, and then we even hear that a year ago, London didn't meet Mike, but she met Mike's penis because her friend was sexting him. Unreal. Like, un believable it's crazy i mean he's been with paulina much longer than that so clearly he has a history and a pattern behavior of talking to other people while he's with his woman it's really gross and we'll jump ahead a little bit and then kind of we'll just we'll jump around a little bit but since we're on the subject of mike i really appreciated Gigi going up to him at the end of the episode and saying listen i realized that i'm a polyamorous type of person I may not be right for monogamy sexually, romantically. I may need a lot of different things and that's why I'm keeping myself open and I'm finally owning it and I'm much happier because of it. She was really trying to give him a door to to step to be like, here, you can say the same thing. Yes. Like if Paulina is not the right woman for you because you figured out are the type of guy that needs a lot of emotional, mental, romantic, sexual stimulus from multiple different places. I don't think it's emotional. 
I know. I, I don't. I'm, it's I don't physical. Know, I don't know why I'm being kind. Um, <laughs> if you're a horn dog that just needs to just get out of a bunch of different girls at once and they're all okay with it, just own that. If and if Polina is okay with that, great. But if she's not, set this girl free because it's really fucked up. She's and got kids. She wants to start a family with you. Yeah, and I understand. You know, I understood what Nima was saying that you know it's Mike's birthday weekend, and even though I'm not defending him, I I would be defensive and on edge too if at my birthday weekend everyone was coming at me about something in my personal life. However. Paulina brought the friends into the conflict now by sending screenshots to them last week. They're now in it. They're now a part of it. Exactly. Whether or not they want it to be, they're now a part of this. So you got to deal with it, Mike, and you got to own it. Just fucking own it. And it looks like based on next week's preview, He's probably gonna admit it, but we'll. And I we'll think have to he did admit it in the press recently. Oh, he, really? He did come out and say that him and Paulina have worked through it. He, <laughs> he lied. It's you know it actually happened. He said, he, was, he said it was COVID and he was feeling very lonely and needed like that oh. stimulation. Oh, I didn't know that COVID's been going on for a couple years now. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. I could have sworn it was just the last you know eighteen months, but damn. Okay. Some people have been going through it for a few years now. Uh, unbelievable. I had to say, you didn't notice this, but when Reza and his husband mm-hmm. went on their hike, when they pulled up, I was like, this area looks so familiar. You told me this. Yes. And I was like, I, where do I know this area from? I was trying to figure it out. I Googled where this bell, this friendship bell is. And it's in San Pedro, which is right next to where we live. Yes. I, I mean, if I were them, I would be in the South Bay all the time. I know. Now I'm like, where are they? Are they in like West Hollywood area? Are they in the Valley and they're driving all the way out to the South Bay? I guess so. They must have a lot of time on their hands. That's a, I mean, that's a track. That's a big track. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying was like, are they really going to drive all the way out to Pedro? Yeah. I barely, I, I think I blinked or I just looked away from the TV long enough to not notice it. But so thank you for catching that. I had to say these hometown heroes. I'm really glad to see them all in one place. You could definitely cut the tension with a knife when they first got all together. Reza and Nima went at it a little bit, but London already. I love yes, her. Yes. And she really is like the, you know, cause every, we talk about this with the housewives too. Every cast needs at least one centered calming, like force. moral, moral center, moral, moral compass, voice. Of like, yeah. Yeah. A voice of reason and London brand spanking new, but just, Jumping into that role immediately. Love to see it. Loved her conversation with Golnessa. I'm excited to see. And again, I love with that, with them and with uh, Beverly Hills. Let's get to a trip. Let's jump into a trip right away and get our hands dirty. I appreciate it. Um, Mary to Medicine should probably take some notes. They're not going anywhere. I mean, they went to DC. But no, I know was, they already did their trip, and it was you know it was emotional whatever. and it was impactful. But I mean, like, yeah, it was good. I'm not saying it's whatever, but it was no, it was no drama. Yeah, like we want to see a little bit of of spice. Want to see know? something? I did like. I do got to say before we move on, I love little Frank Sinatra, the oh, empath dog. Fucking cute, Destiny. I as funny as Destiny is, like I think I love her. I think she's one of my top Shaw ladies. I think she's so fun, so yeah. funny, so cute. She brings. A lot of humor to the show for me. I agree. And I, you know, she got her hands dirty in a, in the, in a wrong way last season. And I'm glad to see her just like rolling with it this season, just being her, her funny, cute, you know, hip self. And I'm into it. 
All right. Should we move to Ranj? Yeah. Wow, we're really flying through it. I mean, nothing really has happened. No, like we're hitting we're hitting the hits. I even though hitting the hits. Yeah, I'm a I'm a wordsmith. Even though it's it didn't need three parts by any means. I I just wanted a third part just because it's so fun to watch these women yeah. spar. But Teresa and Jennifer, man. I also, I have to say, these two, clearly they had planned stuff beforehand because there's parts where Teresa was like turning to Jennifer and she's like, help me out here, help me out here. And Jennifer would be like, this is the word you need or this is the phrase you need. Yeah. Like they are co-conspirators. Exactly. And it's now very apparent that these two are in each other's camp. I mean, we know that Jennifer wanted to be team Teresa from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer versus Jackie, the two newbies, I guess that we could stay, say still, she's ready to attack against this Jackie squad. Which now includes Margaret. Right. I just, Jennifer and Teresa, you know, at least with Dolores, like I make fun of Dolores a lot for saying like, oh, I'm old school. I'm old fashioned. But Dolores, even though she says that, Dolores has such a great um, mix of values from both the old world and the new world, quote unquote. (laughs) Jennifer and Teresa just seem so stuck in the 50s <laughs> yes in terms of their values when it comes to men and women and relationships and marriage and sexuality and yeah and so jennifer i love jennifer i th- i still love her i thought though she sounded like a complete asshole this episode and teresa yeah so we need to talk about teresa and the victim shaming please, and sexual harassment and assault. because teresa was basically saying to margaret well i wouldn't let anyone touch me I, I would never let that happen unless I wanted them to touch me, which completely is a victim shaming situation. I'm glad that Andy and Margaret and literally everyone came out of the woodwork. Even Dolores. Said, even Dolores was like Teresa and she just could not comprehend. Like Margaret said, she's as stupid as a box and that's an analogy, <laughs> but I did love that. But like Teresa doesn't get, I mean, honestly, because Teresa's never really worked a day in her life. I think she was like a buyer for like Macy's and shit back in the day. But like, She's how long, the, how long did she really do that though? You know yeah. what I mean? Like what's And how, you know, and that's probably, I mean, a role that she might not have experienced this in, but for Margaret and for Jackie, they have both gone into very male heavy profe- professions. You know, yeah. Jackie's a lawyer and Margaret is in like b- business and selling and like sales and all this kinds of stuff where they, she has to deal with all these men, these bigger than whatever personalities who can be preying on them and be predators toward them. Right. And Jennifer trying to make Marge seem like she was going along for the ride. I love that Dolores was like, no, no, you, we were all there. We all listened to the listened same to thing. The same thing. Like you're not, you're, you're telling a different story on purpose, which I, I really appreciate Dolores holding Jennifer and Teresa's feet to the fire throughout the whole episode. I love Andy. Like I am always so impressed that Andy is able to stay impartial for the most part yeah. and be the mediator yeah. and be like the referee. But I yeah. really appreciate that. He was like, no, Teresa, like you spread the rumor you did and yeah. you did it to intentionally hurt her. There's no way around it. And if you just say you're sorry, none of this bullshit between you two would have happened. And no, Teresa, like Marge and what Jackie and Marge experienced, like harassment is usually unwarranted and, and not yes. asked for. And no one said this, which I'm kind of glad they didn't because I think it would have opened up a whole other can of worms. But your relationship with your ex-husband, Teresa, was harassment. I don't mean, I don't know if harassment's the right word, but you were dominated by a man 
your whole life and he took over your life and he took a hold of you and made you do things that you probably didn't want to do, but did anyway, because that's what you thought you should do and yeah. you ended up. So in prison, I I know there's, it's like that, that connection's not the strongest, but there is a little bit of a, come on. Like you can't act like you haven't been victim of the patriarchy <laughs> of men's roles in society. Like you can't be, you're, you've been, and I guess I understand that victim is a is a word that's not people don't like to take that word on, and I understand that. But like you, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But like you, you things happen to you that were not your fault, that you didn't ask for. Yeah. So you know, I think that a little more of empathy and understanding from Teresa would be nice. But you're asking a lot. I know. I say this all the time. Like without emotional intelligence, you can't really get too far. She's. And she has no emotional or real intelligence. No. Let's let's be hundred percent honest. Now that I think about it, Melissa was really quiet this episode. She was very quiet this episode. But I think she was like, I'll just let the I'll let them do it. She's like, thing. I had my time last episode. Yep. I don't need to like put my foot in my mouth anymore and try to get everyone to hate me. Dolores and David, interesting relationship. It sounds like they're kind of both happy where they are, and I'm glad that we kind of understand what they're doing now. It sounds like David just doesn't want to get married in general. Yeah. And Dolores is like, Well, I'm cool with that because our relationship is fine. And if you were to get married, I would need X, Y, and Z done to solidify that relationship. Yeah, so it I'm, sounds like our head's in the I'm right place. I'm glad that that didn't drag on. Like, I'm glad that we, they didn't talk about that and oh, psychoanalyze it and overanalyze it yeah. a bunch. I'm glad that everyone's sort of like, it seems like they all talked about that before the reunion. And we're like, no, we are all on the same page with Dolores now. We're all good. There's no fighting about this. It was really interesting to hear Frankie's take on it. Yeah, well, so you hadn't seen the kids. No, I, I haven't Watch seen what it. happens live. No, so this was all new to me. So I had seen that clip before. I had seen the clip from Gia being like, my sorority came after me, like all this stuff. I it mean, was very sick and disgusting. That all seemed a little, I don't know. I Maybe they did, but it just seemed a little like Gia's going to embellish to stand up for her mom. I don't know. I don't know. Seemed a little. I mean, if to me. if like an adult on national television said like I did cocaine, I think I would be a little bit pissed. Anyone? No, I'm sorry. Yes, sure, maybe, but no. If you anyone watching that episode with half a brain knew what Jackie was doing, yeah. And if they're saying otherwise, they're trying to. It's because they want Jackie to to fall under the bus. Okay. No, you're right. I'm it's sorry. an <laughs> it's an analogy. You. <laughs> I'm like, okay. No. You're like, your, your opinion is wrong, Eddie. No. I'm like, okay, <laughs> stop yelling at me. Okay, Lord. let's talk about Louie. Let's see what's Everybody up loves Louie. Is that a song from a Broadway? Sending the Park with George. Oh, I've, I've listened to that one. Yeah. That's the trouble. Nothing's wrong with him. Okay. And all my musical theater queers out there, you're going to love it. Stop. Please <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> well, Louie's a little bit like me. He's seen all of New Jersey. And Which, I, and how I, do you feel about that? I, okay. I, we talked about this. If he's watched it with Teresa, love it. He gets to see her life, gets to see her story. If he had watched New Jersey before meeting her, mm-hmm. he was waving at her to be like, hello, I see you. I want you. Come date it me. It seems a little opportunistic. Yes. If that's the case, it's a little opportunistic. And I think Monty even said that on our podcast where she was yeah. like, everyone knows who Teresa is. Everyone has seen the news. She was on the news news. And Monty, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, our Bravo Buddies with Monty was last week. It's still phenomenal. It's so great. And she's so amazing. But she said the same thing. I think, I I think he had, he had some clear intentions to get with Teresa. Yes. And with that said, my, I've been kind of like looking at him with one eye 
open and kind of be like, I don't know about you. But <laughs> I don't know about you. I don't you. know about you. But this episode, I don't know. Just seeing how happy Therese is and hearing that he kind of stood up for Jackie behind the scenes and was like, you need to apologize. Like, that wasn't cool. He just seems... And what he's doing for Frank Jr. And I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm hoping for the best. Prepared for the worst. But I'm hoping for the best for both Well, of she like Louis likes sucking on her lips. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Teresa talking about sex in that way. No, by all means, go for it. Do it. Sex positivity. All that shit. But, like... Ooh. But also, I'm glad that Andy brought up, like, all the previous, like, accusations against Louis and about the sex stuff and she was like well he's with the right person and I thought that was a really good answer and I thought it was really great that he was kind of like well now you see these accusations and Jackie said the same thing you know your man has accusations about him how does that make you feel now yes. look at the accusations that were against my husband this analogy. and see how that makes me yes. feel yes I agree I that was a brilliant tie-in and I think again I was really happy that everyone really held Teresa's feet to the fire and really yeah. wanted her to take responsibility for this and it seems like her, I, I, I like that her and Jackie and their husbands, oh, not husbands, but Louie and um, Evan. Evan. I'm excited to see that they might hang out and go golfing yeah. and connect. And Evan is such a stand-up guy. I love him. I love that he went up to her after the, like, it seemed like they were wrapped on that segment. And he was like, hey, like, I'm really glad that you guys worked it out. Like, it's, you yeah. know, and Teresa seems to really like Evan and respect him. So well, how could you not? I mean, he's so handsome. But I, it was good to see that that was wrapped up. Uh, did you hear I got a mention? Wait, what? Danielle Staub was the one who wrote <laughs> I was like, what the I'm fuck kidding. are you talking about? No, that's my, Danielle that's my running joke. Danielle just can't help herself. I kind of want to watch her Instagram. Now I want to go through them all. And see if she's been doing any more like. She has. She's wild. And we, you know, we're not going to bring up Kim D because we don't talk about sewer rats. Um, <laughs> I don't talk about sewer rats. It was so and good. Andy was like, oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. It's Thank like, you. It's okay. I'm moving on. All right, well, that's the end of Jersey for this season. I think overall it was a good season. Keep the cast the way it is. Don't change a thing. The thing is I've heard that they are keeping the cast the way it is. I've heard Jennifer's already gotten her renewal. I think all the ladies are ready to jump back on. I'm pretty sure they'll probably be testing one or two new ladies. Well, since Michelle won't come back, but she was a blip in the wind. She didn't even make it to the reunion. And Lexi, I think, will stay a friend of, assistant of. Oh, yeah. Lexi with her random ass accent that we don't know where where are you from. Okay, should we move to Roni? Yeah. <laughs> You've got fake ass friends. Oh, I my hate God. you. I hate you. I know we're not supposed to laugh. I know that what we were watching was super dark, but Sonia. I Sonia, yeah. I I just it's it's really dark. Yeah. It's really sad to see her lose her fucking mind over things that have been Oh, been done and gone with for years now. Yeah. That's the sad thing. It's like she is still stuck in this same kind of universe and sphere because of her daughter, I think. And she thinks she has to do all these things for her daughter, even though her daughter is completely on her own now. She even said later in the episode, she's of age. All of the accounts are in her name. Everything is now passed off to her. So, Sonia, why are you still worried about it? It's not going to affect you at all. I, I, I'm just like, I was like Ramona sitting in that bed being like, what the fuck does any of us doing anything with our money with whatever bank have anything, anything to, to do, do with your family? She's acting like if people put money into Chase Bank, it like goes into this big bank that belongs to the Morgans. It's like 
fucking ridiculous. Because even the next morning when she was sobered up, she dug in. She yeah. didn't go, oh, I know. I can't believe I, I said. She was like, what? of course I was mad at you for the first thing you think it was. fucking family you're talking about. It's like, no, it's not. They all moved back to North Carolina, number one. Number two, that's not how the banking system, financial system works. I have no idea how banks work. So oh, I, but I know it's not that. I know it's not that. <laughs> Jesus. And I also loved Luann. Yes. Trying to pull it on the waterworks and make it about her. Of course, because Classic. she always does. And I get where she was. I get kind of her being like, I'm in this situation. Like seeing her like that makes me just makes me go down a rabbit hole. I can't handle it. But at the same time, it's like, girl, like she's like, I need to walk away. I need to walk away. Like, no, Luann, calm Drink down. Drink your froze. Like, fuck you. Froze. I use froze is when it's blended. Okay. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of blending, she was blending up that baton twirling a little bit. Wait, at the did next you morning. notice how we, it was literally one moment in the mirror with the baton and then it never returned? Yeah. Why? First of all, why is she practicing her baton? It makes me nervous that she's, it's part of her act now. It's 100%. I, I'm like, okay, I went to go see, you saw the cabaret, right? No, it did not. Okay. So no. I saw the cabaret when it came to LA. Oh, that's right. It was a star-studded event. Did Everyone you the Christmas from, one? Or no? I can't remember. Okay. I feel like jingle bells. I, I, I can't remember what kind of cabaret it was, but it was when she came to Los Angeles. And like I said, star studded event, Bravo influencers afoot. And everyone was <laughs> wasted out of their minds. I think I was, I, I was sober cause I DD'd. Wow. So I was the only one I, not I drinking. Have been. I would have, I would have had to bid a few drinks in. Um, I can't even remember, but it was like, everyone was so drunk and it's, it, I don't think I could ever go back because it was so bad. But now I'm like, no, I I'm not, not going to waste my money on that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. We get her for free on TV. If I, if I can finagle, finagle, <laughs> finagle a free tick. We'll go. If not, I'm not giving her my money. <laughs> okay. Cause uh, I want to see the baton twirling. I'm well, good. Maybe I'll just watch. Maybe I'll just watch online videos. Someone bootleg it for us. Yeah. Someone out there. Please just film yeah, it for just us and put it, on film it in the back. If she yells at you, hey, you're part of the conversation. Okay, the breakfast at Tiffany's party. I was dying at Ramona being like, you know, Leah did a great job. And, like, you know, I got really into her party, but I need something classier. I need a breakfast at Tiffany's party. Like, yeah. really, that's classy for you. This is like every other, like, basic bitch in the entire world that's like, hmm, breakfast at Tiffany's. That's what I'm going to be for Halloween. And that's what I'm going to make my classy brunch. I mean, because that's all she, that's all she can like reference. Honestly, if it's Ramona, here's the thing though. I, yes, Ramona's delivery is not great most of the time. And, and I understand, I can totally see how someone could be just triggered by her at, at a certain point. Cause she is just aggravating, but Leah, why did you lose your fucking shit yeah. so hard yeah. when Ramona said, could you just give us five minutes? We're just wrapping I up. I honestly saw nothing wrong with that. I mean, Ramona could have been like, hey, listen, I'm so sorry. Can you like maybe adding an apology in there would have would have made it a little nicer. But Ramona wasn't being that nasty. She genuinely just wanted to finish up co talking about what to do about Sonia and the conversation they had. Leah keep your cool girl. Yeah. Cause then she turned into a fucking psychopath. The vow of silence I thought was fucking ridiculous. Of course she couldn't last that long doing it. And it also really put me off at the Tiffany's dinner when she really just wanted to, what I think, I think it was very clear that what Heather said on the podcast with Kara Radswell was actually not that bad. Yeah. 
it, it's it's no better or worse than what all of you have been saying about each other while you're on the show. And I thought Heather handled herself beautifully. And Leah just really had it out for Heather before she even got there, really wanted to just see her burn up. And I just don't know why. I, I think she feels threatened maybe that yeah. Heather's going to come back and she's kind of really the only one that could stand up and match Leah. Yeah. And I really kind of wish she would have. I mean, when they were at the the oyster shucking where she was like, I'd rather shuck you, Garth, which oh, I was Jesus. like, I also hate Garth. Yeah, I absolutely too. hate I'm him. I'm with Sonya on that one. I'm, I'm like, not into it. No. I don't get it. I'm good. I think he's gross. I'm good on that. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I'm a big eye roll vomit face emoji <laughs> is how I feel. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, I don't know who this person is, but she'll probably come and say, hey, mama. Like, okay, so you don't know who she is, but you know her like catchphrases. Yeah, it just seemed very suspect, but I love how they read through, and we actually listened to the audio. We did. Because we wanted to make sure that we actually heard all of it. But Heather owned all of it, and I agree that that headline was sensationalized. I agree what, what, what Heather said was not really that bad, and I think that it was just blown out of proportion, and I love how Heather dug her heels and was like, yeah, I said all of that, and I, I stand by it. And then had a moment with Luann to say, listen, I want us to have a, 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 real, authentic, a real authentic yeah. relationship, but I don't feel that way because of all the lies that occurred. And it just that I thought was great. And didn't we already know that there was hard drugs at yes. you know, St. Bart's even, trip? Heather didn't even say that like Luann was doing them. She just said they, they got brought out by the people that were there. Yeah. The pirate was there. There were other men that were there. Yes. Like it doesn't mean Luann was doing the hard drugs. Like the the conversation she was having with Carol on the podcast wasn't even about that. It was just a part of the story. And it's the part of the story we've already heard. So I don't understand. And like Leah's being like, well, I would never say anything. And it was like, well, shut up. Like, yes, you would. Yes, Yes, you you fucking would. Because what did she say? She was saying some shit about later. She said something about Ramona and her sex life. Yes. It was like making insinuations about all that shit. And it's like, that's, that's literally what, Heather did with Luann that you just took her to task for again none of it fucking matters but it only matters because Leah you're making you're you're you know stoking up smoke where there is no fire the only thing I gotta say is gotta give uh kudos to Luann for coming up with Carol Ratsville I laughed so loud like that Luann is pretty funny in some of those moments and she's like oh disgusting I don't you know Carol Ratzville and it's like wow there's a lot of anger (laughs) and I'm loving Ebony more and more Ebony just is constantly saying the right thing yeah I think that if Ebony was around the group longer and knew more about the backstory with Sonia and Luann and and the men and all of it and all of and you know I think that she'd be had been more on Luann's side on the bus see but I appreciate her defending Sonia I think I would have called Sonia out like Luann did, but I wouldn't have been so mean because Luann had the upper hand there, but then ruined it by saying that her shit a small brain or whatever the hell she said. But at the same time, it's like, I get it's annoying that Sonia keeps bringing it up. But at the same time, like Luann just needs to acknowledge that it wasn't just a one night thing with Sonia and Tom. But she did. No, she did. She said you fucked him once. Yes, but I don't think it was just that. And I think they both know that. And I think that's why Sonia's still okay, so hung up on fair. it. Okay, that's fair. But again, if I'm Luann, what I would have done is I would have been like, Sonia, fucking stop it. I don't appreciate you bringing up all of these guys and insinuating that I took them from you. Like, you know that you well, have... Well, it's her bald guy. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, truly. You know that you have friends with benefit relationships with a lot of the men in your life. And that's totally fine. 
I took it to the next level with Tom. And that is the truth. And just leave it alone. And you also know what a dark, you know, Luann had a lot more, you know, room to call Sonia out and really make her see why it was just rude. Yeah. But then she stooped down to her level and made it worse. And so I appreciate Ebony for jumping in there. It was just, it's, it was all fucking all, all kinds of fuckery. Yeah. And <laughs> I also, I also have to always roll my eyes at Ramona when she leaves the table when they're talking about sex stuff, because She's a, we know she's a Scorpio. Yeah, come on. We know what she's doing. Jesus. It's like, come on. Who gives a shit at this point? But I had to laugh. I had to laugh at something being like, Sophie doesn't need ass. He's not worth his weight in salt. <laughs> like, what kind of old agey, like, grandma question is this? She's like, hmm, okay. Oh, my God. Hilarious. We got to love the Roni. It's a to be continued. Sadly, I think next episode will be the end of the Heather thompson train oh, really do is this the only time we we're gonna see her this season yeah i don't think she comes back oh, i think this this that leah's attack against her is kind of what the end is also i'm very interested to see luann be like well ebony's like well out of everyone here i am the most educated because she is and luann's like don't you tell me i'm not educated and she's like that's not what she was saying she was saying she's the most educated yeah. <laughs> miss countess it's gonna be a fucking nightmare i can't wait <laughs> Uh, speaking of things that are not nightmares, let's get into Beverly Hills because I loved this episode. Thank God we're on a trip already. It's so great. Before we got on the trip, though, I really appreciated the conversation that Kyle and Garcelle had. I'm glad that they buried the hatchet yes. and that they talked things out. And I agree. I thought that they were got along great last season and they had that stupid hiccup. And I'm glad they just ironed everything out and moved on. And it's just so nice to see them you know, buddies again. It was really cool. I do kind of like the relationship between Sutton and Erica. I feel like, Mm. I know you don't like, I really don't like Sutton. I think she's gross. I, I did. I did not like her as much at the end of this episode, which I will say. Well, Yeah. Because when I do think who they are, believe them. I do think she's funny a little bit. I uh, laughed at the knobber thing. Cause I thought that was hilarious. And it reminds me of, do you remember the song? Slob on my knob, black corn on the cob. No, you sang it when we were watching the episode and I was like, what foul bullshit is this? I'm from the yeah, area. Yeah, oh, you gotta my know God. those, you gotta know those jams. That was like, that was one of my songs in high but school. It was nice to see Erica and Sutton get along for a hot minute because we know that they're going to have a huge fight later this season. I also really liked getting to know crystal better. I yes. loved her whole, this is what you were waiting for. You're like, usually we get a whole intro yeah. of the, of the woman, mm-hmm. the new, the new housewife and get to figure out who she is, what she does. I think she's so interesting. She's so cool and down to earth. She reminds me, I see a lot of myself in her <laughs> <laughs> with the scheduling. Yeah. The color coded schedule. I was like, I feel that. I, feel I that. get that. I love that. I do that for my jobs and my life and everything right now. And just to be able to only do that for my family one day. Seems like a dream. And she seems like she runs like, even though she's very, you know, neurotic and scheduled out like you and I are, she seems really go with the flow. She seems like she keeps like a very cool, calm house. Her kids seem great. Her brother was a former pop star in China. That's fucking cool. I was like, okay, I think he's still a pop star. Oh, really? I want to look into it more, but he's, he's, yeah, he's very very interesting. Yeah. And I love, I think her and her husband have a great relationship. Like I love Lucy, the housekeeper. Oh, my god breakout star of the episode i think so tells it like it is she's like how many feet do you have (laughs) (laughs) it was really great to get to know her more uh better okay lake tahoe or as dorit called it lugano switzerland (laughs) 
I love Dorit. I really do. I know you do. Dorit's not the star this season, but that's okay. Every moment that she has, she makes a meal out of it. And I, I really, I'm enjoying her so much. I used to hate Doritos, what I used to call her. Oh, no, me too. Her and first season, I was like, what? I was like Erica being like, what are you talking about? You're from Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? New face, new personality. We got to love her. We got to love her. <laughs> That fucking cabin. I mean, you can't even, I mean, to call it a cabin is. <laughs> it was an Airbnb Lux. 17 acres? No, 15 acres, There's 17,000 square feet. 17 rooms. Yes, but I also think it was, no, it's 20 something rooms. It, no, there were like, there was 20 something rooms. It was 15,000 square feet. Seven, no, it was 15, 15 acres. I don't know how much an acre is, so I'm not doubling down on this. It was. Like 15 I acres. I thought it was like eight acres. No, it was 15 acres, 17,000 square feet, and then 20-something rooms and 20-something bathrooms. It was nuts. Okay. I definitely missed that because I was reading all the numbers wrong then. Oh, no. I Yeah. <laughs> no. it was. But it was gorgeous. No, I mean, I really want to go. Okay. So are you going to shell out for that? No. Then we're not going. Because <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. I know. I know. I know. One day. One day. One day. I also had to laugh at all of them thinking they were at a hotel. And they were like, where's the, the birds, the bellboys? No, girls, come on. It's COVID. Also, I don't care how, like, I hope that I do well in, in my life and that I have financial security, but I'm always going to be in charge of my fucking luggage and putting my stuff away. Like I, I, like on, on, like in New York, when they go somewhere and Ramona wants them to put her shit away, I don't get it. It's I, yeah. It's very, it's very embarrassing to kind of see that is. on television. I I always will carry my own luggage, even if it's to my own fault. Yeah. I almost, I, we went on a trip this recently, and I almost brought a luggage and a backpack. And you were the one that was like, think of your life, think of your choices. Yeah, like, we're not, <laughs> we're gone for two fucking days. Like, give me a fucking break. But sometimes you just got to pack. I cannot believe Dorit had, what, six luggages? Well, same with Kyle. She had two luggages and a carry-on and a purse and a hat bag. But don't forget Kathy's fan. Kathy was like, where's my fan? I need to find my fan. I can't sleep without my fan. First of all, I fucking love her. She's the best. She's literally MVP right now. But honey, you plug in, you plug it in. Just like, I I can't figure it out. I love Kyle. It's just like, sweetheart, you just plug it in. (laughs) Plug it in. You're done. What what was the nickname that they gave Kyle? Doogie. Doogie. Doogie, which I'm. She's a Doogie. This was before Doogie Hauser. So I was trying to figure out what Doogie meant. And she's like, it means, you know, like a little Doogie. Like a Tootsie Roll. (laughs) Tootsie Roll. And you're like, that means no sense. Like, it's like, she's like a little shit. Like, I think that's what it was. Maybe. Like a a little dog shit. Little little dog shit. It's a Doogie. Oh, I love that. I love that. I think that's where they got it from. Kyle trying to cook killed me. I mean, it looked really good. I that's a meal for me salmon and margaritas mm, call it a day I'm set agreed but she forgot that she was cooking and burnt the fish and I think I even was like it's fine it's blackened and then Erica on the show was like this is not blackened this, this is, is burnt, burnt. fish <laughs> <laughs> but again just cut the top off it would have been fine yeah there's still all the meat inside that's still yeah. good it's just that you know you're not gonna get some skin or whatever which is fine I love skin you know skin's my favorite part of like anything like chicken skin pig skin fish skin this is is not the first time you've mentioned this and i'm just my mouth is literally watering right now (laughs) thinking about like crispy skin feel feel the need to bring it up again is just a little like okay i don't know i don't know if people agree with me but i do think that skin is like the like fried chicken skin yes no you don't even know like pig skin is next salmon skin no oh i love i'm just you know 
It's really good for you too. It has the most nutrients in the skin. <sighs> so I look so young, bitch. I don't look young. Yeah, I'm like, no, you don't. Okay, screw you. <laughs> I'm, I'm older than you and I look younger than you do. Okay. No, that is <laughs> not true. Is that true? I think that is a little bit. Okay, I'm done. I'm walking out right now. <laughs> Drop the mic. Okay, well, that's so rude. I loved the flask when Kathy's like, what am I going to use this for? Mouthwash? Yeah, I appreciate Sutton's gesture. I don't think it was the best thing to get the ladies because, like, Denise Richards is the only person I could think of that would actually use that. Right? Maybe Rena. Denise Richards, who's not even on the show. Exactly. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Sutton's choices are always a mystifying thing. Let's talk about two truths and a lie. With Ka- When Kathy only gave three truths, she's like, I... Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. I also just loved... I loved it. I thought it was so fun. I wish I could have heard all of them. I died at I died at um, Sutton being like I wasn't a virgin before I got married. I yeah that I have to say was quite funny. Crystal did great. Crystal's was really great. I Set loved, the bar very high. I uh, do you have two truths and a lie? I have mine already. Like that I I do. No, I should think about that. I have my I have my regular three that I do, which is I had three front teeth. I auditioned for American Juniors, and I ate my twin in the womb. I auditioned for American Juniors. Yeah, I didn't. I always wanted to, but yeah, I never but did. You never it. did. Yeah, but yeah. like people who don't know me that well will be like, hmm, I don't know which one that is. But I did have three front teeth. They had to remove it, and I did eat my twin in the womb. Surprise, y'all! <laughs> Everyone listening to this is like, this has took a turn for the worse. I, I, I'm sure if I sat and thought about it for a minute, like I, you know what? What I'll do, I'll think of them, and next week I will, I'll do mine. I love that because I, th- and now I'm like, there's like a rolodex of of things that are just like running through my head right now that would be great. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to play. I also thought Erica copped out a bit, which by the way, Monzi sent me a little Instagram thing that said this episode was taped on October 28th and they filed for divorce on November 2nd or November 3rd. So do we think she already knew what was coming? Meaning like, do you think that Erica knew that like they were going to be good, like that she was headed down this road with Tom when she was at the cabin or did she come home from the cabin and get hit like a ton of bricks with all this shit? So my, so what I'm thinking is, is I don't think she wore, I think the lie was the wire. I think she's worked for the mafia and that's why she didn't want to say that was the truth. Oh no, I think that's the opposite. I oh, don't think, think it's the no, opposite. I don't think she, don't think she worked I for the mafia. D- I think she wore a wire. You think she wore a wire for the Tom thing? No, for something else. But I just thought, I, but I all, but I did think it was a little, it was suspicious. Interesting. It was very suspicious. That she would bring it up. Just days before Maybe we she's know. just trying to like give a Ease message. everyone in. No, give a message to like the FBI and be like, I can, I can help you. I've worn a wire before. I can do it again. I don't want to go down with this That ship. is very funny. I actually agree with you there. But very weird that she, I, we'll never know, I guess. Maybe we'll bring it up at the reunion. I'm glad that Garcelle and Rinna buried the hatchet. Finally. finally. Well, Garcelle was right. She was like, nothing really did get resolved. Like you just basically talked at me. And told me all these things, but actions speak louder than words, honey. Yeah, but I'm glad that Rinna, you know, owned it. Yeah. And even said, like, you're coming to me and talking to me and, like, giving me the full scoop. That's the difference between you and Denise. I felt like Denise was withholding and beating around the bush, and I wasn't down with that. And that's what made me so incensed, because I thought we were better friends than that. Again, I'm not, I was on Team Rinna versus Team Denise, but I, oh, but always agreeing that Rinna's delivery was not great. And it went over the top because it's fucking Rinna. Yeah. But I'm glad that they kind of 
squash that and it really feels like now they can actually like move forward and and, and do the whole and thing do the whole thing crystal and sutton the end of this episode oh talk about like sutton is such a fucking idiot like yeah there was no fight brewing like, no it, nothing it, and nothing was wrong crystal was agreeing with both of them while also affirming garcelle yes like crystal was nailing it on all fronts and then sutton just she I think panicked. She just had a little too much to drink. I think she had too much to drink, and I think she was afraid she was going to get caught up in a conversation that was going to make her look bad. So she tried to like double down and, and jump ahead of it and, and jump it, ahead and it backfired. And Crystal on her. just like picking her fingernails, cool, calm, collected, like, being like, "Oh, so yeah. you don't see color? You don't see color? How oh, interesting! Oh, you're that girl. You're I that girl. Loved it. I'm I like, loved it. Girl came to fucking play. Yeah, because and and that's the thing is like that whole generation of people that's like, I don't see color. And it's like, well then you're part of the problem because you need to see color to recognize. And again, I don't blame, going on. I, I, I don't, I understand where people are coming from because for so long that yeah, was, that was the, the, the status the quo. Yeah. That was, that was the way that, that was what was expected of you is that like, you know, but n- everyone's the same. I don't everything see color. That's gone on, especially yeah. in the last year we there's it, we've really altering and we're really adjusting our frame on that. And so I think Krista wanted her to be like, really after everything we've gone through this year, like we're not doing that anymore. And she was like, and, and to bring up like rednecks and like, it was just, she was every wrong, false equivalency Sutton, like love ya. But that's just, um, I can't wait for the fight to continue. Yes. I'm, this was another to be continued, right? I think it sounds like this fight is going to care. Like they're always going to be at each other's throats the whole season. No, a whole time. I'm very much looking forward to what me in your, my leather, your big leather pants. I don't even know the line, but the leather pants thing I'm, I'm ready for. But yeah, I mean, jealous I'm, of what? Yes, your jealous, leather pants. That's that's what it is. Meanwhile, Sutton's wearing like a Kermit the Frog dress. I mean, she's not, but I just in my head, it's some weird dress with like a green like pattern on it. Her also her interview look was like two like foxes kissing on her shirt. Okay, love is love. <laughs> Fucking okay. All right, time to wrap it up. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And uh, anything else you want to say, Edward? I think I'm doing great here. You hit it all. Yeah. We'll see you all next time. Bye.